Hi guys, I'm Liam Pegg Grappler. Welcome to my podcast. Today's guest is Philip Grapsis, who is my instructor out of Leverage Jiu Jitsu Thomastown. Yeah, we had a role, and so this is another role cast where we uh, spoke about, um, he just got back from Greece, so we spoke about Greece today as well as uh, ancient Greece, his standards in rankings, lessons he's learned from his injuries in the past. Uh, you know, having kids as well as teaching jiu-jitsu. Um, and he talks about not sloughing out in life, uh, applying jiu-jitsu concepts in everyday life, his martial arts philosophy as well as his life philosophies. And we've touched on uh, lost knowledge and learning from history to not make the same mistakes. And yeah, his history in jiu-jitsu and why he chose jiu-jitsu. Um, hope you guys enjoy and hit that like subscribe and share and we'll catch you next time us um, oh no the uniform here it doesn't matter hopefully that's working hi guys i'm the impaired grappler today's guest is my teacher philip grapsis from leverage academy in thomastown uh, i've just got um, a quick minute to spend um watching our role and just having a quick chat so welcome Hey, man. Phil, thanks right. for having me. Thanks for being on. Um, yeah, we tried to do this another time, but we had a few technical issues, so we're just going to do it again. But uh, yeah, so basically we rolled, um, this was before you left for Greece. Um, yeah, we're just going to play that role and have a chat during it. It's like a five minute roll. But yeah, yeah, so here we are. Connect, start standing. Yeah. So you, you came back from Greece with a, ni a nice, a nice colour this time. Yeah. So jealous. Oh, that was a nice little throw. <laughs> that was a nice throw there. Yeah, man. Flying. The colour wasn't hard to pick up over there. It was nice and warm. I came back to the cold, it's freezing here. Mm. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, you, you naturally get pr pretty, pretty dark pretty quickly with your, with your skin yeah. type. I still tried to there. stay out of the sun, but yeah. you know. It's oh. not that good to get burnt. Yeah, for sure. But it's a different kind of sun over there than, than over here, for sure. It's softer. Mm. Yeah. Like, you might get sunburnt, but you'll, you'll be sunburnt for, like, a day rather than... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, rather than, like, three weeks peeling and that whole jazz. You were working a nice little triangle there. Trying to, but um, you know all my tricks. Um, apart from the ones I don't know... But yeah, you're trying to. Um, you're using the one arm as well, so it's it's not it's pretty difficult, but it's a good way to train. I reckon. Oh, Ooh, change cut angles. to a different angle. Probably should turn the volume down. That's probably stuffing up our sound. Nice. But, um, yeah. So how was Greece this time compared to last time? Like the, you know, last time we were there, the banks were closed. It was the time when, um, yeah, everything was trading. Cyprus were got voted in, but then they had to vote it in to say, was it to say okay to say no? But then they said yes on the last day because they'd closed the banks. That's when we were there last time, yeah. So the mood on the street was a bit, um, well, it, was, it, was a, it wasn't much better, wasn't much everything better. was open, but you know. They've got difficulties ahead of them. Hmm. And, um... Yeah, and everyone's scared. Oh, look at that. that. 
that knee pass to was it the far knee the opposite knee pass to triangle set up beautiful I'm just desperately getting that um, that shoulder on the ground to try to, <laughs> <laughs> to not let you get too much control of it but what happened yeah I don't even uh, remember I don't, yeah I don't remember you probably you would have triangled me I reckon or armbar I can't remember but yeah there was a oh, you might have snuck out of this yeah one. I might have snuck out I don't but yeah it was a while ago so yeah your school was running pretty well um, while, it was while you away. were gone yeah it was yeah. good to see like and it was just everyone was helping out like all the lower grade belts sure and the larger grade and you know it was just good to see all that I noticed it was good yeah it was good that um, the numbers stayed good yeah the attendance stayed up and, and the and like the, the difference between um, the old Greensboro days uh, yeah that was a that was a good arm bar then well, all, the guys that were, all the guys that were around in Greensboro they're still around mm. Most of your purple belts, or thereabouts, and um, you know, it's a credit to you. So how? how oh, there's another. I think I, I, I latched onto you to to slow down that takedown, yeah. to not get slammed again on that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's obviously better now. But like back in the day, how did you? How did you find dealing with the ego of not letting, not not letting, not progressing your students before their time? Like just so you can say, oh yeah, yeah, I've got I've got blue belts and purple belts. Like what? No, you can't. Like to, no, no. just so you can say, I've got someone to take classes. So You've I can got have time requirements, and mm. then you know, no, you can't. Mm. It doesn't matter how. Yeah many students I have at every belt level it's uh, it's a matter of quality mm. you know the, the the requirements of the school here are knowledge it's not just ability yeah for sure you know but did you ever like feel a temptation oh maybe but then just think no I'll just hold back a bit no no okay no, no. because if you reward rank cheaply yeah uh, it cheapens every rank you reward mm. even if you reward it once yeah it just diminishes everyone else's rank that's been awarded at your school mm. at every yeah, for rank sure. so, so yeah i remember those days it was much harder on you like yeah but you can't yeah, the, i can't drop my standards mm. and the beauty of it is you know we've been around for a while now we've been around for six and a half seven coming up to seven years soon and we've done all right as an academy. We've grown every year. We're signing up more students now than before. That was a nice armbar. Yeah, I love the setup. I think that was pretty much the whole role. Yeah. Tap me. You're a few doing times, all right, yeah. man. With the one arm. Yeah. The old one arm in grappler. The old impero. Impero. Yeah, the, the doing whole, a good job. Well, it's the whole sort of impaired grappling. Um, yeah. You got an injury, you can still you can still move, and like you're a testament to that as well. Like you've had your knee, you've had your knee injuries for uh, as long as I've known you. As long as I can remember. As long as you, man. Yeah. So it's like when you get your knee injuries, you sit under side control, and 
like well, you were under psychotrop for like two years not a lot you can do you know to either keep training and do what you can or you just quit yeah exactly and you can't quit you can't ever quit you know mm. so what have your what have the injuries taught you though as well that there's always a better way to do things you mm. know there's a smarter way an easier way and you know thank god at the moment my knees are working pretty good at the moment they're okay they're both functioning okay um so yeah, I've learned to be smarter with them and not mm. not uh, ask ridiculous things of my of my body. Mm. Yeah, speaking of which, my knees are a bit yeah, <laughs> and learn to get in a better position before mm. you know I start to load the muscles and just use better leverage, be smarter. Yeah, that's it. So from um, teaching and like um, lessons learned and yep. and also having children have. From teaching and from having kids, has has having the kids helped you in your teaching, and has teaching helped you learn, um, you know, from your instructors as well. Um, it's probably about a few too many questions in that one. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, having kids is a life-changing experience. You know, yeah, things change completely. Either they change, you know and you embrace the change and you love everything about it, otherwise you're not going to have a good existence because the kids are around for a long time and you've got to embrace being a parent. And I love them. I love my kids and I've embraced being a parent. I love everything about it. So I, I, I've taken that job on board. Um, teaching has definitely been the number one uh, sort of thing I've done in terms of jiu-jitsu that's helped me cement everything I know about jiu-jitsu. Mm. Um, teaching it um, especially when I start to teach it from taking people from you know <coughs> day one all the way through to a good level of understanding and imparting my knowledge on and then making sure they understand seeing them get on the same track mm. you know train of thought as me and once it starts to work for them it sort of reinforces everything so it's taught me a lot about jiu-jitsu and it's taught me a lot about interacting with people as well you know and getting people to see things your way yeah um yeah, so it's just it's helped me in a lot of ways. Um, well, I've, se- I've seen the development of a lot of your, uh, a lot of your students. Um, you know, it's a whole. You can be the victor instead of the victim, and I've seen like, even with myself, you know, I could be I could be a victim of my impairment and just be, you know, not not trying to better myself and do jujitsu and keep moving and all that and just sit at home and stagnate. But man, you but know. it's like you, you can choose to be the victor. Like and I've seen like your a lot of a few of your students that you know that might have been bullied or picked on that right. and now I'm way more confident. You just see it in their stature, how they yeah. how they stand and present themselves and like well, that's they kind might of be the shyer. Job. That's kind of the job of the martial arts, you mm. know, to do that for people. Um, so you know, I can't take all the credit. <laughs> Jiu Jitsu does that. Yeah. Um, we try to make an environment here that um, that sort of fosters that, you know, and, and allows people to experience that. Because with the knowledge of the martial art and the philosophy of the martial art itself, and all the martial arts are, are similar in that respect, they build your confidence up. As your confidence in yourself improves, your confidence in your abilities improve, your ability to, you know, learn something new and overcome it, 
something that seemed really difficult for you, you know, in the beginning, all of a sudden you're doing it, a sense of achievement starts to give you that self-belief that you mm. can do anything. And you can. It just takes work. You know, everything can be done. Anything can be done. You just got to work at it. Yeah. And you can't quit because, you know, so we're like, all going to die, man. Yeah. You know, the truth is we're all going to die. Mm. But you got to keep moving. Yeah. Keep moving. Yeah, one day at a time. Yeah, otherwise you're going to die sooner. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Dead people walking around everywhere. Yeah, dead people walking. That, that's true. They're sort of dead in the minds and yeah, sort of stuck and stagnant. Yeah. And so. Work all day. Yeah. Home and TV at night. Yeah, that's it. All weekend at the shopping centre. Yeah. Consume, consume. And then... Do nothing else. And then you watch the footy. Yeah. Watch the footy, just drink your beer. Yeah, that's it. Have your pizza. And then just... Yeah, sloth out. Yeah, sloth out. Got to get out and do things, and it'll open up. You'll meet a hundred people. You know, you'll make new friends. Yeah. So you talk about like jujitsu in everyday life, how mm-hmm. you use it, just walk around in base all the time. <laughs> Can you talk about like how um, you do that, or just just any, any times that you have found that jujitsu sort of just helped you, and you just thought jujitsu? Well, not know? not necessarily the techniques. Is, no, um, no. In, uh, in, the, in terms of the fighting techniques. Unless no, you're you not going in, around striking no, people. Unless you stuff. get into a fight. But, yeah. um, but that, you know, that doesn't happen anymore. You know, avoid that. Um, Jiu-Jitsu as a philosophy is to find the easiest path to a solution. You know, it's problem solving. Mm. So as a philosophy, some, somewhere where, where, you know, as a younger man, I might have butted heads with people to try and get things done my way. I tend to seek an easier path to things now. Mm. I find the avenues to negotiate now where I wouldn't have been able to negotiate before. And I tend to find it's a much softer and easier approach. And it's, it's, just, a, it's just an approach is what it is. It's an approach to problem solving rather than trying to smash through every obstacle in front of you. The gentle and get it to go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Instead of trying to get everything to go your way, you just got to sort of flow with everything. Mm. And if you can learn to flow with life, with how everything comes, because you can't control the waves that are coming, you got to learn to flow with them, mm. surf them. And if you can do that, you're going to be better off. Yeah. Yeah. So like, well, you have a lot of inspiration from and knowledge about like sort of the ancient Greeks and like their fighting and their philosophies and that. Like, how do you think the ancient, like the ancient Greek method? of fighting with wrestling and the, the, the pancreatin has influenced today's martial arts. Um, you know, and all sort of, sort of the philosophies from then. Well, on a timeline basis, they had the most advanced fighting methods of their time. And on a timeline basis, they predate all the Asian martial arts. Mm. And then if you fast forward, you know, there's a lot of uh, argument in favor of them having spread the martial arts all the way to India via Persia and everywhere else that the armies had sort of reached and based and with a civilization had expanded to at the time. And uh, from there, the, the Asian martial arts began. Hmm. And there's, you know, there's statues, ancient pictures and ancient um, stories describing you know, highly technical armed or unarmed combat matches you know, involving striking, throwing, grappling, choking techniques, locking techniques. So they had those fights, similar to the MMA events that we have today. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just that a lot of the knowledge 
you know, was lost. And, you know, a lot of the knowledge of exactly how the samurai, a lot of martial arts have disappeared from, from Japan and from China and from, from everywhere. Just mm. as the lineage has died away, these things happen. Um, you know, the, the, the ground fighting componentry of, of Japanese jiu-jitsu was almost lost. Mm. Had it not been saved in Brazil and sort of locked in a time capsule, the, the, the Japanese had forgotten it. Mm. It was all gone from there. Well, to, yeah, like you start to think ha- how much stuff has been lost, you know, how much knowledge has been lost. But then, you know, you start to think, is, has anything ever been lost? It just needs to be refound. Exactly. Sort of start, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and that, that's sort of my philosophy. Yeah. Rather than trying to think we've lost it. It's like, okay, maybe we can find it again. Yeah, you can find it, but... But maybe not, yeah. You probably won't be yeah. the same because, you know... Yeah, you're influenced by everything else. Yeah, like the, your time that's enough. right. You're influenced by everything now, and there's no one from then to explain it to you. Mm. So we do our best to interpret it, but there's a lot of things that you know we don't have the full have a full understanding. Of. Just information is not there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Jiu-jitsu is a is a as a time-saving, life-saving thing. It's just a philosophy that I follow. I try to follow. That's well, a great philosophy to live your life yeah, by. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to. You've got to check yourself every now and then because you know. You're an emotional creature and you yeah. can get, get away from it. Yeah. So outside jiu-jitsu, who, are, who inspires you? Like, who do you look up to? Outside of like, jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Like, you know, you've got, like, Pedro and, and that, like, within jiu-jitsu that, mm-hmm. you know, you look up to. But, like, outside of jiu-jitsu, is there someone or someone that you follow or a person that you listen to or... No, not really. Not really. Um, no one in particular. I like to listen to just in general philosophy. Mm. Um, you know, I like a lot of the old Greek philosophers. I like um, history, learning about history. Yeah. You know, humans haven't really changed that much in their nature. No. Um, so you tend to see a lot of parallels from history and modern day if you re- research history. Um, no, that's about it. You just, just, all right, just one final question. Um, with regards to... So when did you realise, okay, jiu-jitsu was the right thing for, for you? Like, it's like, okay, yep, I know, I know this is what I want to do the rest of my life, this martial art, as opposed to any other martial art. Oh, that was a long time after I started. Um... It was probably about 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. maybe later even, um, maybe 2006, that I decided I was gonna, you know, really invest my time in learning this thing as much as I could um, and deepening my knowledge on the subject as much as I could. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been about that time. Was that the time you met Pedro? Uh, yeah, well, that was, was around the around time. Then? That was around the time. Okay. I think. I think I met Pedro two thousand. When did I meet him? I think I met him oh nine. Oh nine. Okay. He came to Australia first time. Um, yeah, that's about right. I yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I think <laughs> it was oh nine. Yeah. No, but about oh six, I decided I was gonna, you know, really put my ass down and learn this as much <laughs> as I could. At the time, there still wasn't a lot of you know, high-ranking guys around mm. Melbourne. There wasn't that many black belts around. 
Yeah. 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 So, you, so early you weren't exposed to yeah, the and I thought you know or, there's there's a there's you know I really really enjoyed it as an art. Mm. I like the fact that it's there seems to be an answer to every problem. Just you know just got to be good enough to get there on time and understand the problem to undo it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it really really attracted me to it. So I wanted to just keep doing it. And yeah, just the fact that I was training as much as I was and from how early I was training, I tended to always be one of the higher ranking guys in the room, even when I went and trained around at other places mm. and always found myself, you know, guiding or instructing people, helping them at some, in some capacity everywhere I went at the time. So I just Which also natural, helped you actually yeah, understand it more as yeah. well. Natural progression. I mean, that happens anyway. Yeah, anyway, yeah, any yeah. academy you go to, the higher ranks help the lower ranks. But you know, you know, natural progression was I ended up opening an academy. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what, what's next? Like, you got anything coming up? Got a few seminars? No. Pedro Sales out in October. Yeah. Um. I might be going back to Greece again in January. Okay. We'll see how we go. All right. Hopefully, I can. Hopefully, you can. Yeah. Um. No, that's it. Cam should be out in October when Pedro's here as well. And how was the seminar in Greece Singapore? We're going to have a camp in Greece next year. Camp in Greece? Oh, camp cool. in uh, late June. Okay. It's going to be awesome. All right. No worries. 10-day camp. I'll put the links... Yeah, we'll put the I'll, links I'll up I'll on the put the links grappler. up on the Impaired Grappler when it comes time, but yeah, I'll put... Yeah, the links to your website. So if you're ever in, um, in Melbourne, come down to... Come and train Leverage. at Leverage Academy down here at Century. In Thomastown. And I've been to many gyms around the world and Phil is amongst the best, if not at the top of well, jiu-jitsu teachers in the world. So I've experienced a lot of high-level teachers, but Phil, like, he's on par with the best in the world. So I highly recommend coming and uh, taking a class from Phil. Thank you, bro. All right. That's no too worries. nice. All right. Thanks, brother. Thank you, bro. Thank you. We'll we'll see, see you soon. next time. All right. Peace. Alrighty guys, I hope you enjoyed that rollcast with Philip Grapsis. Yeah, he's a very high level coach and I, I recommend checking out his gym if you're ever in Melbourne. I've been to some of the best gyms in the world and he's on par with the best, if not better than the best out there. So I would recommend him and yeah, so check out his gym at Leverage Academy in Thomastown within Senshi Academy there. And yeah, the links will be in, in the description below for his website and all that. And also check out my website and my links below and hit that like subscribe and share and we'll catch you next time Peace.